listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast, and I'm your host, Jess Conklin. In most of our episodes, we'll have a guest, a woman who is running on mission right where she's at. We pray this podcast leaves you encouraged and spurred on to go and tell the good news. Jess Connolly here. We have a very different one-time episode of the Go and Tell Gals podcast, and here's what we're doing. We are going to tell you a little bit about what's coming this summer with Go and Tell Gals. We're going to share some really fun details, and also we're just going to ask a lot of fun questions. We've headed to Instagram to ask what are some fun and light things that we can talk about, and so we're going to interject those answers with our fun announcements and just make this an all-around enjoyable episode. But first, I have to introduce you to my guest because you may think I'm here by myself, but I'm not. I've got a guest. I've got an in-person guest, and it's somebody you've never met before. Meet Anna. Hi, world. This is Anna. <laughs> okay, we're sharing one microphone, so we're gonna we're gonna be doing some <laughs> passing back and forth today. But Anna, tell everybody what you do with Go and Tell Gals. And just tell them a little bit about yourself. I am kind of the do-it-all lady for Go and Tell Gals and all things Jess Connolly, really. You could call me director of operations. Mm -hmm. You could call me project manager. You could call me professional sunshine and happiness (laughs) bringer. Anyone needs a little sparkle in their life, I'm here to bring it. Yes. That's all I do. Yeah. Life is fun. It's great. I live in Charleston. Jess is just the best boss ever. We have so much fun on a daily basis. And that's why I'm able to bring so much sunshine here. <laughs> I love candles. I love clothes. I love Jesus. I love coffee. Yeah. That's it. That's all I can think of right now. That's all I've got. This is my first podcast, y'all, so bear with me here. I love it. Anna is being modest, but she is just the gal running it all behind Go and Tell Gals. She is the one getting podcasts uploaded every week and getting our guests scheduled and helping our coaching gals get settled and get what they need. And so I'm wildly thankful for her. She does bring the sunshine. She makes work so much fun. And I've asked her to be on this podcast episode. First of all, she's going to be asking some of the fun questions. She's going to be narrating some of that. But she also may share some of the details because she's so good at the details of knowing what's coming this summer. So, hey, thanks for joining us. You're so welcome. Yeah. Okay, let's start with one big fun announcement that we're really, really excited about. And that is this. On August 2nd, Friday, August 2nd, we are hosting our first ever Go and Tell Gals live event here in Charleston, South Carolina. We cannot wait. We are opening up for about 150 to 175 women to join us for a live recording of an episode, except for it's way more than an episode. We are going to have five or six guests with us sharing about their lives, sharing about mission. We're going to have worship. And in general, it's just going to be a fun time of commissioning and a girls night. Come bring your friends. If you're anywhere near Charleston, come and make a girls weekend out of it. And if you can't come, don't worry. We're going to record the entire night and we'll share some snippets of it. Some of it we'll keep for the live attendees. But in general, we're just really excited about being able to host women 
in person here in Charleston. Come bring your friends. Mark your calendar for August 2nd. We'll only have about 150, 175 seats. Tickets for that will be $50 and they will go on sale May 16th. Is that right, Anna? That's right. Yeah. So we're so pumped. May 16th, mark your calendar to grab your ticket. And then the actual event will be August 2nd. So can we share a few of our guests that will be at the live event? What do you think, Anna? I think you can share a couple. Okay. Why don't we share four? Okay. Share we'll start four. with four. I'll be there. I don't count. Yes, you do. You count. You okay. For sure count. Thanks. I'll be there. I don't count. <laughs> you totally count. <laughs> so the first guest I want to share is someone, I would say maybe the number one requested guest that we've had for the podcast, which has only not been on the podcast because of scheduling and life and for no other reason than that. And that is my dear friend, Rach Kincaid. So I know you guys are going to be so excited. You've all requested a million times that she'd be on the podcast. And listen, here's the thing. I talk to Rach almost every day on the phone. It's not like we don't talk, but she is in such a busy season of life, and so I just wanted to respect her schedule. But if I can spend a night having fun with her and introducing her to my friends, you know I want to do it. So Rach Kincaid is going to be joining us at the Go and Tell Gals Girls Night Out on August 2nd. Also, one of our very first podcast guests, Michelle McKinney, is going to be back for the Go and Tell Gals Girls Night Out on August 2nd. She'll be here in Charleston live for that event. If you have not listened to Michelle's episode, you absolutely should. It's episode two. Michelle is a coach. She's a dreamer. She is a woman on mission, and I love her, and I love spending time with her. She's so inspiring. Yes, absolutely so inspiring. The next two guests, guests three and four for the night, are also wildly requested on the podcast. And they've both been on the podcast before, but they will be here at the live event. And that is my mom, Deb Hopper, and my sister, Katie Walters, will both be there for the event live. So that's not all the guests. That's just four of the women that we're going to have sharing about mission and what it looks like in their lives and encouraging you. And yeah, we just we want you to be able to come to that event and bring your friends and leave feeling very equipped and very encouraged. So mark your calendars, May 16th, tickets go on sale, and the actual event is August 2nd. Okay, That's huge it. fun announcement. We're so pumped. So excited. Here's what's next. Let's do a few fun questions. So I've got a few already written down, Anna. Let me do mine first okay. before you hit me with the, with the really wild fun ones that I can't control, okay? I might make you answer a few too. Okay, I'll, I'll throw some out there. I got a lot of... What are you most excited for about summer? And here is what I'm most excited about. Reading. (laughs) I cannot wait to read. I don't know if I've said this clearly on the podcast, but I have been essentially either writing or editing or publishing, like launching a book since May 2016. And in the last six months, I've done more writing than I have ever done in my whole life. And... I just feel like it's been a really long time since I sat down and read several books and I'm so excited to be out of this season of just really extreme writing and I cannot wait to read some this summer, which is going to be a part of another announcement in a minute. So fun question number two, I'm going to answer it and Anna, you answer too. Okay. If you could go anywhere for a long weekend this summer, where would you go? My answer is Corolla, North Carolina, where I've been twice. That's where the wild horses are that we wrote about in Wild and Free, and I love them. And it's just beautiful, and it's a quiet, sleepy beach town. How about you? Maybe New York City. Oh, that's a good idea. 
I haven't been many places on the East Coast, and I'm wanting to hit more. I feel like that's a good, like, long weekend spot. I like it. I like it. Okay, this one was funny. Weird foods you love? I love this question. I have two foods that I love that I think are pretty weird. Number one is I love sardines. That's I, gross. I really like I'm, I'm not even going to hold back. That's gross. I started eating them because they were healthy a few years ago, and now I, I don't eat them enough because my family complains because they're so smelly. One time, I'm just going to segue into a story Go because anytime someone says sardines, I was flying to California earlier this year and the woman next to me opened up that a can, can of sardines in the actual seat next to me on a four hour flight to California. I'm pretty sure that's literally illegal. I think it's illegal. Wow. So that really, I think, is where my disdain for sardines comes from. Wow. Okay, my other one is kale. I just actually like kale, and I think most people joke about, like, oh, we have to eat kale, but I like the taste of it. I don't know if there are many weird foods that I do like. There are just lots of common foods that I don't like. (laughs) Okay. Like, I hate ranch dressing. Yes, you really do. You hate all dressing. I really do hate all salad dressings. We're getting real on the internet. People are going to judge me. I eat dry salad. I love it. I love it. Okay, while we're talking about fun things, let's pause and let's, yeah, let's go back to books and what what does reading and books have to do with Go and Tell Girls in the podcast And that is this, is that this summer we're launching a book club and we're really excited about it. We went to you guys and asked you, hey, what do you want the summertime podcast to look like? What do you want to do this summer? And we heard from so many of you, we want to read and we would love to have an online book club. And so for the month of June and then for the month of July and then for the month of August, we're going to read three different books together and have the authors on the podcast. And I picked the three books that genuinely I just really wanted to read this summer and that I felt like would set a really good tone for the summer. So our June book club book that I'm so excited about is Come Matter Here by my friend Hannah Brincher. So we'll kick that off in June. If you want to buy the book or if you want to buy it for your Kindle, you can find it on Amazon. It's called Come Matter Here, and it's an invitation to be here in a getting there world. And I just thought, man, what better thing for all of us to get together and and work on and read and grow in at the beginning of the summer. Just such a good idea to to start with that. So I'm really pumped about that. Yeah. And we've already heard back. Hannah's going to be on the podcast at the end of that month. Yeah. So she'll be able to wrap it all up and share some fun behind the scenes things once everyone's been through the book. Okay. All right, Anna, do you have some fun, weird questions? You can hit me with any of them. I won't be mad. I haven't pre-planned any of these. We haven't. These are all fresh on the spot. One of my favorites was if you had to choose a walkout song, like in baseball, when all the players have a walkout song, what would that be? Okay, mine is 7-Eleven by Beyonce. How about you? Mine is Cool by the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I am the world's biggest Jonas Brothers fan. Joe, Nick, Kevin, if you're listening, I love you. So yeah, definitely, it would definitely be cool. Okay, I saw one get asked on Instagram. This one actually got asked by... Ruth Simmons, my dear friend, and she said, what is the most embarrassing thing you've done on stage while teaching? I'm assuming is what she means. Now, I have Mm -hmm. two that I want to share about. 
One is, okay, so at women's events, a lot of times we'll do like an altar caller, like at the end of my message, the band will come back up and the prayer team will come. And so I had talked to the organizers of the event and I had said, when I get to this point in my message, the band can come up and that means I'm closing. And I think it was a particular passage of scripture. Like when I read John 15, that's when, you know, I'm almost done and the band can come up. And for whatever reason, God kind of led me. I I thought it was God. (laughs) I don't know if you can say God led you. I really thought it was God in the moment. But I ended up using the scripture rather than near the end of my time teaching, like 30 minutes in. I used it near the beginning, about five minutes in. God did not want you to speak that time. <laughs> and the band came up and I could tell they the, the whole prayer team came up. They had like a dozen women ready to pray for women. But I was only like five minutes into teaching. And so I basically had to make a 40 minute message, like an eight minute long message because I didn't want the band to just play for 30 minutes. And I didn't want to awkwardly say, sorry, my bad. I did, I'm not really done. <laughs> you guys, I've never heard this story. And I am in my chair dying. This is, it's, it's, I'm cringing. It, I, I can't imagine. It was really embarrassing. And thankfully, the organizers of the event were not mad. They were like, really? listen, we're expecting is... you to speak for like 40 minutes. I you know. spoke for like eight. They weren't. They weren't mad at all. But that was one of the most embarrassing things. And I would say probably the worst time teaching I've ever done. Just because I had about... 30 more minutes of message to give to come in then you were here for this next one and it didn't come to fruition but I thought it was one time Anna went to a speaking event with me and I was fairly certain the whole time I was on stage because of the way the lights were hitting me that my shirt was see-through she swears to me that it wasn't I would not have let you go through with that Okay, I but the whole time I was on stage, I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but the way the lights were hitting, I was like, Did you feel like you were in like an underwear dream? I did. I felt like I was in a bad dream. And I just couldn't tell if everyone in the whole room was entirely offended or if it was fine. I don't know. It was fine, I promise. Okay, you got one more question and then maybe we'll do another announcement. Yes, I do. I like this question because everyone on the podcast loves when we talk about the Enneagram. Do you ever wish you were another Enneagram number? No, I don't. I think that's a pretty Enneagram 8 response. I'm an Enneagram 8 on the podcast. If you don't know anything about the Enneagram, we always suggest go to the Enneagraminstitute.com. We're big fans. It's a personality test. I'm an Enneagram 8, which is known as the controller or what's the better challenger? The challenger. And I do know a lot of people don't love being their number, but I think a lot of eights love being eights. So if you love being an eight, then this this is my question. This isn't a question. Is there then another number that you really, not that you don't value all the numbers, but is there one number that sticks out to you that you're like, oh, wow, I really like respect that this number acts this way? That's a great question. I think you know this. I've told you. So Anna's a three, an Enneagram three, and I love an Enneagram three. If I could have 10 more Enneagram 3s in my life, I would. I respect and value people who like to get stuff done and get ahead. And Enneagram 3s and Enneagram 8s can get get along really well. I also, they say about Enneagram 8s and Enneagram 1s that they will either tear each other apart or be the best of friends. Mm -hmm. And Nick and I, Nick is an Enneagram 1 and I'm an 8. And I think we spent many years just trying to tear each other apart. But now you've learned. But now we've learned. And I would say now I he makes me really respect Enneagram 1s. 
So I do, I've, I heard a quote one time where someone said, Enneagram ones are the best of us. And I feel that in my mm-hmm. marriage for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. I, on Enneagram, while we're still here, we'll pause here. Somebody asked, this was so funny on Instagram, the most Enneagram eight thing I've ever done. <laughs> And I would say I have seasons and I have moments. There are a lot of people in my life who, who do not know that I'm an eight. Do you feel like it comes across in our day-to-day life? No. You probably experience more of my seven, huh? I think I do. Yeah. yeah. I feel like my, some of my job is like balancing your seven. <laughs> a lot of my job, I feel like I'm a fun sucker because you want to do fun things. And I'm like, no, no, here's what we actually need to do. It's very true. So I am an Enneagram 8, but I'm, you know, technically the boss. I'm like, no, we can't go on a sailboat today. That sounds like so much fun. I really want to, but we actually have 105 other things we need to do. I would say my Enneagram 8 gets checked at the door when it comes to being a boss, which is interesting because I just know it can be really strong and really overbearing. So I try to give other people authority. So I, I would say it's interesting. My coworkers probably don't experience my eight a lot. You experience my seven a lot. Mm-hmm. I will stop a meeting and do a headstand if I want to mm-hmm. in a minute. Mm-hmm. But it comes out in other areas. So I would say the way I teach and the way I write is yeah. if you've ever heard me actually teach the Bible um, or read any of my books that comes out strong in my eight. But when I think back, before I knew what the Enneagram was and before I knew I was an eight, when my kids were little, I think back to how I functioned as a mom of little kids and a few things pop out to me. Number one, I used to tell Nick that my dream day was when physically no one else touched my kids at all. Meaning I changed every diaper, I wiped every nose, and I would even tell Nick like, I want to be the one to cut their waffles and I want to be the one to change every diaper and I want to be the one to pick them up from every nap. I just really didn't like receiving help as a mom of young kids because I so like to be in control. I obviously didn't know then what the Enneagram was and I didn't know that that was a a need for control in a season that felt very out of control. That's how I used to function as a mom. Now I'm like, you want to cut my kids waffles, please. I mean, I teach them to cut their own waffles now. But the most Enneagram thing I've ever done is that when my kids were little, I used to plan not only their meals and not only their nap times and not only their every waking activity, but I used to plan their snacks for an entire week out. I would plan the morning snack and plan the afternoon snack and write down what it was going to be. And if anyone tried to like delineate or say like, hey, let's have carrots instead of cheese sticks, I'd be like, no, it's on the schedule. I was a mess. Yeah. See, because I can't, I can't picture that. Yeah. I'm in a healthier place now. You know, you know, it's okay. Moms of little ones, you just you just feel all the grace. Hey, speaking of moms, another announcement. Who's ready? I'm so ready. I've been ready for months. You really genuinely have. I really have. <laughs> On the podcast next week, Monday through Friday, we don't just have one podcast episode launching. We have one on Monday. One on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, one on Thursday, one on Friday. We are doing an entire week of special episodes regarding motherhood and mission. So we have some women who are moms. 
We have some women who have never physically mothered anyone, but have spiritually mothered many. We're going to talk about fostering. We're going to talk about adoption. We're going to talk about motherhood. We're going to talk about spiritual motherhood. And this is all in regards to celebrating Mother's Day at the end of the week. And our hope is that it will be encouraging, whether you're a mom who just wants to understand how mission interacts with your motherhood, or whether you hope to be a mom one day and you don't want to feel benched in that season of motherhood, or if you're not a mom and you maybe never planned on being one, we pray it'll also still be really encouraging just to talk about spiritual motherhood. In one episode, we talk about God as our mother and relating to God as mother. It's really beautiful. So yeah, we hope it's going to be really encouraging. We've got some incredible women and an episode every single day, Monday to Friday. Our first ever series. We're so excited. Also coming from someone who is not yet a mother, I can totally attest that it's going to be relevant for any of us. It's still so mission-based and so encouraging, and we're just so excited for you to hear it. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So that starts next week. We're really, really, really pumped about that. right here for a second and I wanted to share something quickly with you. A theme for me this year, I sense God taking me back to Psalm 18 and this idea that he has brought me out to a spacious place and I want to live under the belief that he's brought me out to a spacious place. One thing I love about our partnership with West Rock Coffee is that they want to provide a spacious place for their coffee growers. They want them to feel encouraged. They want them to feel equipped. They want them to be given the tools they need to live abundantly and also to do their jobs unto the glory of God and change the world while they're at it. West Rock Coffee believes in people and not just the drive to survive, but to live with dignity and to achieve greatness and to experience abundance right where they are. You've heard me talk about West Rock, how I love how they partner with individual farmers and what they're doing in the world, but I just wanted to put that on the table today that I think part of living a spacious life for me, part of living a life where I believe God can move and can do things and can grow and can shift me is partnering with companies where I see the leaders of those companies doing the same thing and not just for themselves, but for their employees and for their customers as well. That's why I love West Rock because they are about abundance. They are about providing great opportunities and they are down to change the world one cup of coffee at a time. You can get West Rock Coffee on my favorite place, Amazon.com. Okay, you got a surprise question for me, a funny surprise one. Does your coffee order change in the summer? That's a really detailed question. Yes and no. My coffee order is a standard venti black coffee from Starbucks. Now you guys know I love West Rock coffee and I drink a lot of their coffee as well, but if I'm going to order coffee out, it is a black coffee. In the summer, I would say twice a week, I will drink a Cascara cold brew from Starbucks and I love it. I love it so much. They're they're pretty life-changing, I'm here to tell you. I, I got you hooked on them. You did. You did. And I still have been getting them. They're so good. Even if you're not a typical black coffee drinker, I am not. Whatever magic they put in the cascara syrup, foam, whatever, it's so good. It's so good. Okay, a few more fun questions. And then we have one last big fun announcement. 
I'm gonna grab one of mine. Someone asked favorite beauty product or beauty product that's most impacted your routines. And I would like to say the Glossier solution and the moisturizer. Those are two products that I don't know that I'm ever gonna take out of my routine. Someone asked what I do for fun. My honest answer is exercise or go to the beach. And here in Charleston, I love to go on a harbor cruise. You can get on one here in Charleston for anywhere from 20 to $40, depending on the day. And they're just so beautiful. You get to go watch the sunset and hang out with your friends. Dolphins. See the dolphins. They're magical. It's a dream. All right, bring us a real funny question. I don't know if this is super funny, but I think it's kind of funny. If you had to live in a store, what would it be? Anthropology. That one's, that one's pretty easy. Okay, people did ask what happened to the headstands. I've seen a lot of questions about headstands. I used to do a lot of headstands on social media. Nothing happened to them. I just stopped Instagramming them. I she still, still does them. I still do one a day, if not four or five a day. How long can you hold a handstand? Someone asked. I have been able to hold a headstand one time for an entire song. I can't remember what song it was, but it was about three minutes. I would say on the regular. I try to hold a headstand for about a minute. Which would be harder for you to give up? Coffee or lipstick? I decline to live. <laughs> That's pretty serious. That's pretty dramatic. Coffee or lipstick? I could give up lipstick. No, I, I really don't even want to. I don't even want to say this question again. It makes me sad. <laughs> pet peeves. Someone asked about my biggest pet peeves. Do you know what my biggest pet peeve is, Anna? I don't know, but I hope I don't do it. You don't do it. <laughs> I have one very hilarious pet peeve that I'm I'm kind of embarrassed about. I hate when people ask what time it is. We do live in the day and age where no one ever really needs to ask what time it is. This is how I feel. There are phones, there are watches, there are computers, there are actual clocks. I think it's only exacerbated by my kids when they ask what time it is. And I'm like, I have furnished the home with timepieces. Look have at you taught them how to tell time? Yeah. I, I Fair question. I think... <laughs> All right, let's do three more quick questions. First one, we got a lot of questions. Actually, this is not a question I'm gonna answer. We got a lot of questions about date night, how to keep marriage spicy, how to keep marriage fun, and that's a semi-announcement that this summer, Nick and I are going to be coming out with some fun digital guides about marriage, date night, and a few little fun products that we've had up our up our sleeves and in our heads for a while. So keep your eye on that. We're loosely calling it the Summer Lovin' Collection. We are. I hope that, I hope that, that's it, that, yeah. that sticks. Me too. <laughs> Can cut that off. We did tell Nick the name and he didn't love it. Yeah, but that's okay. He doesn't We're summer love it. <laughs> that was not scripted, folks. <laughs> okay. Second to last question, favorite pin. This is a no-brainer. Yes, this is a no-brainer. It's the best. It's the best. Black, paper mate, flare, medium weight. Every day, all day. Nice felt tip. They're amazing. And people said, what are the earrings you wear all the time? I wear two brands of earrings, Sigfus Designs. That's S-I-G-F-U-S Designs on Instagram. I love their earrings. We also sell them through All Good Things Collective. And I love Noonday Collection. Jessica Honegger, who started Noonday, is a good friend of mine. And I love what they stand for. And I love their earrings. So that concludes all our fun questions. Here's our very last fun announcement. This month, the month of May, we are launching online classes for the first time. 
We have three incredible teachers that we're partnering with, Jennifer Lucy Tyler, Kanisha Bucks, and Lindsay Falls, and each of them are going to teach one hour classes on a different topic, social media, Bible literacy, and bringing peace and joy into your home. And we're gonna make those a really easy, accessible yes for you, an online class that you can take from the comfort and privacy of your own home and rewatch it as much as you want to hear from these really wonderful women. Those classes are gonna be $15 each. Super, super inexpensive. 15, one five. One five. We're really just trying to bring as many resources as we can to you guys at different prices and different places because we know everybody's in a different space and wants a different kind of learning and just different kinds of information. So we're excited to give those a shot. They will be on sale very soon. We'll keep you guys updated, but that's all our summer information. We have the Go and Tell Girls Night Out, August 2nd. Tickets go on sale May 16th. We have the book club starting in June. We're all gonna read Come Matter Here together by Hannah Brencher. We're super excited about that. That's obviously totally free. We're just gonna talk about it via the podcast if you have the book. And even if you don't get the book, you can still listen along. And we are having the Motherhood series on the podcast next week. Incredible moms for you to hear from, spiritual mothers and physical mothers. And online classes start in May. So thanks for joining us for this wild and fun episode. I think you guys are all going to want Anna back, right? I don't know. We might have to take an Instagram vote and see. (laughs) Thank you, Anna, for being on the podcast. Thanks for all you do to keep us equipped and encouraged at Go and Tell Girls. It is my joy. All right. Love you guys. So thankful for you guys. Hope you're having the best day. (laughs) 